Hello, and welcome to Sim Radio here on Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness, and you're tuned in to Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki, and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talents. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is a touring singer-songwriter that creates the type of music you can feel in your heart and lyrics that speak to your soul. Along with her family band, she's opened for or shared the stage with the likes of the Jonas Brothers, Sister Hazel, the Spin Doctors, Average White Band, John Oates from Holland Oates, and many more, which has certainly solidified her as an authentic, dynamic performer. With a sound and style that's truly refreshing, a loyal following in the Philadelphia area from where she's from, and an endorsement deal from Traveler Guitar, she's certainly validated her presence in this difficult-to-infiltrate industry. She has a new album coming out that we're going to be talking about and so much more. Please join me in welcoming the fabulous Laura Cheadle. Welcome, Laura. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. It's been a while. I know the first time that that you and I met was actually out in Los Angeles, and I got to see you perform for the first time. So I'm really excited to have you here. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm I'm making the most out of this not being able to perform time during COVID, and I wrote a whole album. So I think that's pretty good, even though I'm losing my mind a little bit not being able to perform travel. But you know, you have to make the best out of it. Yes, we do. And I know that you've actually toured quite a bit, and that is one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today. I've looked at your webpage, and and obviously you heard all the amazing artists that you have toured with or shared the stage with. You know, besides your family, which performer has been your favorite to share the stage with? It's funny because my absolute favorite is Peter Tork from the Monkees, who passed away a few years ago. But that experience was unbelievable. Like, I've toured with a lot of major artists, and he was sitting for our sound check, applauding, standing up. He invited us to his backstage area. It didn't make us feel like an opener. And he was just so supportive. My mom was like an insane fan of the Monkees, so <laughs> watching her starstruck was hysterical. So then at the end of the night, he brought us up to sing Daydream Believer and even brought my mom up to sing with him. He was just such a light in this world, and he made the experience. He didn't really make us feel like, you know, the opening act, which is fine, being the opening act. You know. He really was into it and loved our family band, and, and his uh, his whole team still to this day shares my music. So that was definitely a, a special moment. Oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. I'm like your <laughs> Like your mom, I'm, I was a huge Monkees fan. I remember watching their show. It's really great to hear that that is a wonderful memory for you, and that's how he treated you. You know, I think that's important, especially nowadays, to be all-encompassing and all-welcoming. I've heard some horror stories with a couple of people mm-hmm. that I've talked to about how they were treated by, I'll say, you know, maybe somebody that's uh, – more established or, you know, Mm -hmm. we have, you you know exactly what I mean, right? You know, a little bit more established (laughs) and how that you're kind of looked down upon. It's like, yeah, you know, we're all making music. It's great. Absolutely. And, you know, I have those stories too, which I obviously won't share. I know. (laughs) Of course. course. (laughs) Yes. Yes. 
So the other thing I wanted to touch base on, and I remember you making this announcement, your recent accomplishment was the brand ambassador with Traveler Guitar. Can you tell me how that came about? This is so amazing, the story, because I am huge into manifesting and meditating and I'm very like a modern day hippie. And it's so funny because I, I played the Traveler guitars three years before I even got involved with them. And I started manifesting it because I love the guitar because I, I play rhythm guitar and I like smaller size guitars. I don't, I'm not a lead player. So with playing this, my manager, my music manager was actually like, hey, bring the guitars with you on this photo shoot. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, this is before we were involved with them. So I brought him a photo shoot. And then three years later, we got contacted by Traveler Guitar to be an official brand ambassador, which was a huge deal. They have Zach Brown on there, Jason Mraz. It's like a very amazing company. So this past NAM, well, the NAM 2020, I actually showcased with Traveler Guitar and performed, and it was a huge deal, and it's still a huge deal for me. It's a great step up to have a sponsorship. Yes, and I think it's it's fabulous, and it's very interesting that you actually mentioned that they're a more uh, smaller guitar. I'm not a guitar player. I, I play piano, but I wanted to teach myself guitar. I figured, why not? And mm-hmm. I bought myself a full-size guitar, and I'm not a very large person. I'm, you know, I'm and that has been one of the reasons why I still to this day do not know how to play guitar because <laughs> I think I bought something that was like way too big for me. You know, I have exactly. small hands and, and you know, it, it's huge. I look lost in it. So it's just sitting in a corner where yep. I'm looking at it going, I'm never going to learn how to play this because it's just too big. So I may actually take a look at them and, and see yeah. it sounds like that they're, they have different it's sizes. Funny, so that's I, really cool. Yep. And I just did a, uh, actually at NAM I met Next Level Guitar, who was like one of the first YouTube instructional to play guitar, and they actually met up with me through Traveler. I just did a bunch of lessons on YouTube playing my Traveler guitar, so you should check that out. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, because yeah. believe it or not, that's how I was planning on teaching myself. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I'm going to go look at your YouTube videos. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. All right, before we really get into some of your your new music, and I've been playing the the two songs that you shared with me, I've been playing them quite often because I I love them. So I can't wait to share the music with our listeners. But before we go into the new album, I think our listeners would actually like to hear from you what it's like being – on a reality show about your family band. So this was also a manifesting moment. You're going to hear me say that a lot because this is hysterical. I my just fa- think it's my fabulous. whole band is made of my family. So my dad is a Philadelphia legend. He was signed to Columbia Records at 19. He toured with Teddy Pendergrass. His resume is insane, my dad. He's, so I grew up in the music industry with him. It was different then. So my dad started playing with me when I was a teenager, and my brothers as well. And we had always joked about being on a family band show. So lo and behold, we got contacted a few years ago, and it was so cool. It was on Cozy TV. It was called Next Grade Family Band. It also aired on NBC, and it was just such a wild experience, but it wasn't like drama, which I love. They actually just focus on the music. That was amazing. So people can look that up on my website as well. It was really cool. And I I got a lot of tours from being on national TV. So that was a great experience. That's incredible. I think it's fabulous that your entire family 
is involved in your career. That really just shows how much they support you and and support the whole concept of music as a career. And I I just think it's absolutely fabulous. Yeah, I was just born into it, I always say. And, you know, it is a love. We all understand each other. Even when we rehearse, it's just such an understood thing when we practice songs because we're just, we're all family, so we get it. Except for the drummer, but he's a honorary cheetle of course but you know <laughs> even my mom is musical she sings on the tracks too so it's super cool and we're insanely close we're like a funky partridge family <laughs> wow that's so awesome that's so wonderful to hear because nowadays you know a lot of times you don't have that and and I think it's it's a blessing so I'm I'm thrilled for you and I'm thrilled for your family Absolutely. all right let's dig into the new album It's called Shine This Lifetime. What excites you most about it? I wanted to bring positivity into a time when people are not very positive. And I know it's easier said than done, but I I forced myself to really get into that zone. It was pretty easy because when I'm creating, I'm happy. And I just, I know a lot of people are just so negative with everything and they're feeling down, you know, for good reason. But I wanted an album to be happy and I wanted to bring joy. That's what my contribution is going to be for this album. What I've heard, it's fabulous. So I would like you to tell us about the single Everybody Say and the new music video attached to it. Can you tell us if there's anything in particular that inspired the song and the video? Absolutely. So everybody say it was so inspired. My dad owns a recording studio, so it's another reason I'm very, very lucky. <laughs> so I walked into the studio, and I had this tune in my head, and my dad and I actually wrote it probably like 20 minutes. It was so inspired. And it's, it's everybody say is just about getting through the sadness of being happy and, and saying you can't breathe again, you can be happy again. And the music video is amazing. It's actually was filmed during quarantine. It's actually all animated except me by KXB Studio here in Philadelphia. So she came, we filmed with green screens and the music video is just pouring with happiness. There's a lot of animated little animals in it. It's adorable. And I think it's going to, no matter what genre of music you like, I think you're going to really love this music video. I really can't wait for it. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, so I will be there during the premiere. But for now, let's play Laura's new single, Everybody Say. Let's 
Wow. One of the things that I picked up on listening to that song was your range is simply incredible. I was actually quite blown away. The two songs that you sent me, I was sitting here <laughs> listening to them ahead of time, and I was just like, wow, you know, where where does this come from? Because you and I are probably – you're probably a little bit taller than me because I am short, but you know we're 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 both I would say you know petite women, and I'm thoroughly impressed, thoroughly impressed. And one of the other things that I was so excited to hear, and this is where I really think that this sets you apart, is the instrumentation in this particular song and the other one as well is that it's authentic. So much of the music today is electronic and you know I'm guilty of that too. I definitely do electronic type stuff and I love my little uh, loops and beats mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff but I really really was inspired by the instrumentation and the mix and everything because it is such a welcome change. It doesn't fit into what I would call the cookie cutter of what you hear today. Was that your intent with the music? This was definitely my intent with the music because uh, my dad has really raised me on real music. I'm actually extremely jealous of my parents. They're like, my parents are like 61, 62, so they had like the best music growing up. (laughs) So I love that real sound, the real sound of music. You know, it's easier said than done, but I wanted to bring that. And I don't, I mean, of course, I've done songs with electronics as well. Don't get me wrong. But for this, I wanted to just feel it and build it out. And, you know, especially on the second single, which we will discuss, that's like a modern day disco song. So I, I was just going for music. I like, I like older music. Dude, I do put a modern twist on it. I love organic instruments. and I always have. I just feel like you can really feel it. I completely agree. You know, and as a fellow songwriter, I love hearing different perspectives from, from other songwriters as well. It's very important to me to hear what you feel about, like, the true instrumentation and authentic instrumentation. I don't want to say it's not commonplace today, but there are a few genres, I think, that are more prevalent than others that tend to do more of the authentic instrumentation rather than the more electronic. And, and like, you know, we both said, I mean, I, I definitely do the electronic stuff, too. So mm-hmm. it, it's not, you know, I'm not totally against it. But it's it's just really refreshing to hear because it is not something that you do hear very often. I have my dad, you know, in my arsenal. I mean, he plays every instrument. And I have these fantastic musicians around me, my dad's friends. So I, I want to utilize them on the album as well. So that's what's really cool, to have these incredible musicians and want to showcase them as well. Yep, that's awesome. What do you love about writing a song? I love writing a song because it comes from my heart. I'm not the kind of person, when it comes to my albums, not like film and TV or something, but when it comes to my music, I don't write a song just to write it. And I ha- It literally comes from my soul, what I'm channeling. I love the release it gives me if I'm if I'm anxious, you know, if I write a song I'm not anxious anymore, if I'm happy I'm even I'm elated. It's just such a beautiful way to channel the universe and get it out. Because sometimes something will be in my head for like even a year and I finally write lyrics to it or music first. So it's really such a anything creative is what makes me beam in this world. That's why I love creating. Do you think that sometimes your genre shifts with your mood? Absolutely. Actually, I only I sent you two of the funkier songs, but if, uh, there's some other songs on the album that are very singer-songwriter, acoustic-y. It, my albums are never extremely cohesive, but that's because every song is a different mood for me, but it kind of goes because it's all my voice. 
But yeah, there's a lot of different sounding songs on the whole album, for sure. It's very interesting. You and I are actually very similar, especially <laughs> even thinking back to like the first album that I released, where I was very adamant about using real instrumentation. Everything was authentic about it, and I was very much of, you know what, I like this song. It maybe doesn't fit with the whole theme of the album, but we're putting it in there anyway. So I just, I, I think it's great. It's it's very <laughs> funny to me how when you start talking with other singer-songwriters that a lot of the same things that you're doing, and sometimes different things, there's so much cohesiveness, I guess you would say, amongst us. As a songwriter, do you have any tips that you would like to share? My biggest tip is what I tell a lot of people that I've, you know, I've talked to that, like, enjoy my songs, or I always say just really write from the heart, because music, I don't think there should be so many rules in music, and people get so tied up, and I have to do it this way, or it's not going to sell and sell and sell. Of course, the music is a business, but if you're writing from your heart, people will immediately respond if it's really, really something that came from your soul that people can relate with. I don't like when people put a a technical part on it. Of course, there's a time and place to do that. But um, when it comes to your music, if you want people to feel you, just like in a conversation, you have to speak from the heart. So that's what I always stick to, something that really means something to me. That's a fabulous tip. And with that, let's take a short break here for a word from one of our partners in podcasting, B Squared Management. And we'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Hi, it's Jordan and Madison, and we're Jay Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network, and my guest, singer-songwriter, Laura Cheadle. I would like to get back to your album. Let's talk a little bit more about that. What inspired All you right. to write it? I honestly, uh, you know, it was so crazy because I, I had been touring California all over the country for like three years, and I hadn't written pretty much anything since my last album was released in 2016. So I was like, oh, my gosh, am I writing anything? The minute the quarantine hit, I started writing like I've never written before, which was wild because I was just sitting home. But I think it was a lot of pent-up emotions, and I started writing, and I noticed that most of the songs were positive because I was just trying to get into that mindset, and that's what inspired. I had, a, I think the world was my muse at that moment, and I'm so happy because it was so cathartic for me to write. That's fabulous, and you're right. I mean, a lot of the songs, or at least the two that you shared with me, they're very upbeat and positive, so I would actually like you to talk now about your second single and the title track, Shine This Lifetime. Could you tell us about that? Shine This Lifetime embodies the whole album. It is a very modern disco song. Somehow came out that way. It's hysterical. I wanted to show my range in singing because a lot of the times, a lot of my songs, my last album was called Chill, so I would sing very chill. So I wanted to just belt it out on this one, and I wanted it to just scream joy. And there will be another music video for this, which is going to be wild, and just very contagious joy that I'll be filming. And it's just a really fun song, and I think a lot of people, every time they hear it, they'll just be happy and want to dance, and that's what I wanted to do for this song. Fantastic. And it definitely has some some disco (laughs) vibe to it. I will definitely say that okay let's play shine this lifetime yeah. 
absolutely love it, and I definitely think it kicks up the funk, which is so awesome. <laughs> it really is. I mean, like I said, I mean, you you don't hear this type of music every day, and I'm so glad that you have put something like this out because it does certainly give that positive dance feel vibe. And again, I am so, 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 so impressed with your range. So you have certainly captured that in this song. Definitely have captured that. And yes, you're welcome. And one of the things that I was actually sitting when I was listening to it to the first time, and it's going to be a good segue to the next thing that I wanted to talk to you about was I sat here and I was listening to it and I go, gosh, this would be so awesome to see performed live. And I have gone and looked at some of your your videos on YouTube that you did have your live performances, and they're incredible. So let's segue into the next topic that I did want to talk to you about, because I know that you've been doing some live streams on your social media recently, obviously, COVID lockdown, everybody no more live performances, at least for now, right, temporarily on hold. So different energy between streaming and lives, and honestly, one of the reasons why I haven't really done any lives myself or, like, you know, stream lives and things like that. So how do you think the whole streaming aspect of performing is going to impact your future in person performances? It's funny because at first I was like, oh, live stream, it's not the same energy, which it's not. You know, you don't hear applause, but I really have been able to craft a lot of the songs that I didn't really have a chance to do. Like some of the songs that I would do super pumped up, like live, I turned into more like chill acoustic vibes for those. And it's allowing me to just kind of rework my set and especially with the new material. And you're really getting this like instant feedback from people commenting. So it's been really a really interesting way to like to switch up the, the set list. Because when I was touring constantly, I was doing a lot of the same set, and I was kind of getting a little bored with the set I had. So this has been interesting, and you you get to interact with fans so much. It's been cool. I do miss live, of course, Al, but it's a really great way to switch it up a little bit. When do you think, in your own opinion, you'll start getting back out and doing live performances? I know some areas are doing live performances because I actually have seen a couple of other people that I know that they're doing performances in the Nashville area. I know in particular they are still having live performances with social distancing, of course. When do you think that you'll actually go out and start doing some live in-person concerts again? I'm not sure. I do have one booked in April, but it's going to be like a, it's at a theater and it's only about 30 people out in and half of it is live stream, which I feel more comfortable with because my, you know, my dad is 60. So, you know, I'm being very, very cautious and just trying to take it day by day and see how it goes. You know, it's a really weird thing. I've, I know a lot of people have passed away from COVID, so it's scary. So I'm hoping soon, but I'm also, I'm, I'm optimistically cautious on it. So we'll see, hopefully soon. Awesome. And that's a great way to be. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm exactly like you. I'm doing the cautiously optimistic type of of methodology, which is one of the reasons why, you know, I I started this whole mix in it and now we're expanding actually to doing Instagram lives and holding live events and, and doing my own thing. So I guess we all as creatives have tried to find various different ways to continue to be creative while staying true to our craft. So 
Hopefully, you'll be able to get out performing live soon. If not, we'll all be able to at least watch you on some of your, your socials doing some live streams. And I, for one, will be tuning in the next time because I would be actually be excited to see some of these songs that you've shared with me, how you've adapted them. Like you said, you've, you've changed them a little bit and you have a little bit more flexibility with your, your uh, sets and so on and so forth. Um, and I would be excited to see that because I actually have seen you perform live. So I, yeah, I, really I guess. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. So um, mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely tune in. So with that, awesome. uh, before we close things out, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? When's the new album out or is it out? So the new album, it will be slowly put out. I'm doing single by single in my everybody say is available now for pre-order or pre-save. So if you go on my website or any social media, you can find that, Spotify, everywhere, you know, it's distributed. Single will be will be uh, released first before the full premiere of the whole album. So, I'm, you know, since I can't tour, might as well stretch it out a little bit and get, get some excitement with each single. Excellent. And do you have a target date for the full album or not yet? Not yet, but the first single is March 5th will be out officially. So coming up soon. Oh, great. Great. Excellent. So we look forward to that. And where can our listeners find you on social media? Instagram.com slash Laura Cheadle Music is my favorite place. I love Instagram. Uh, Facebook.com slash Laura Cheadle. Basically, if you type in Laura Cheadle, you will find me. Fantastic. All right. With that, I'd like to thank the wonderful Laura Cheadle for taking the time to chat with me today. It really has been a pleasure. It's been such a wonderful time speaking with you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for Mixing It. On behalf of everyone at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard.